What up, guys and ghouls? Welcome to another episode of Fright Mike. I'm Sam. I'm Liz. And we are continuing this theme. This month, we're doing extraterrestrial terrors. And you'd be crazy to think that we would not be doing this next movie. We are obviously, of we, we have to talk about the iconic The Thing from 1982. It's a must. John Carpenter's masterpiece, his magnum opus. That's what it is, right? I think so. That's a thing? That is That's the a thing. grand thing? Okay, <laughs> the thing! I think that's pretty well known. Yeah. Interestingly enough, so when we were, like, talking about covering this movie, I was like, this movie is, like, perfection. Yeah. Like, I just need to know, because the IMDb rating is 8.2 out of 10, and I was like, are there any negative reviews of this movie? There are. And I don't I just, understand it. <laughs> this, well, th- that goes along with the fact that... Oh, sorry. I just hit my mic. This movie bombed. When I it know. first came... Are but the you ne- kidding but me? But get this. The negative reviews, some of them are not that old. I'm, <laughs> I'm speechless. Like, like, to quote the movie, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like, well, how? so many people said, like, it's too slow. It's so it's boring. Not- <gasps> the effects suck. Oh, disagree what? on every front full on war i know i hope feast and f- i hope famine <laughs> wipes their family out and things dance on their graves what yeah the first of all the pacing of this movie is perfection yes. uh the paranoia that seeps in accurate it's amazing <laughs> the Fuck the special effects. I think they were awesome. Um, they look fantastic, and I think they still look good. They do. They hold up. I fully, when I watch the thing, I'm just immersed in it, as if it was eating my own head, mm-hmm. the way it did Windows. You know. Mm-hmm. And like, and I just last, let it. Like we recently covered Alien versus Aliens, which is another thing. I'm pretty sure we said in the episode, like. Those effects still hold up really well. Yeah. Like, just, ugh. Other than the computer room with, like, the beep, boop, boop, well. boop, light walls, you know? <laughs> well, that's how they all look, though. <laughs> yeah. But still, like, the effects in Alien and Aliens, good. Like, the creature design. Especially yeah. because for this movie, like, there wasn't a specific look. Right. You know, like, it, there was no xenomorph look. Like, it didn't look like a creature. It looked like a thing. Like, you don't even know what... Every, every creature in this movie looks different because it's supposed to embody something else it's supposed to everything looks squishy (laughs) xenomorph anamorph it it looks wet everything is wet everything is wet and stretchy i mean (laughs) like even that corpse that they find that they take back where like the ones the face is stretched and so it that still creeps me out you know what it looks like if you took like a pile of Halloween masks and melted them together. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what yeah. these things look like. Oh, and I hate the little spider crab legs, oh, whatever it yeah. is. That sprout and the little whip, like, when the dog first oh. transforms and the little whip things are coming out of its back. I don't know why that gives me the ick more than anything. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. The entire kennel scene gives me the ick. Uh, it makes me feel so it bad for those dogs. Even when he shoots it, it makes me I sad. Know. And we've got Wilford Brimley. Yeah, we, the diabetes we got a pretty stacked cast, <laughs> including our Lord and Savior, Kurt Russell. Yes, Zaddy Russell. Zaddy Russell. Oh, my God. His name is McReady, but it's spelled like Mac Ready, and I am Mac Ready for this. 
I will receive mm-hmm. him any way I need to. <laughs> Those full blue eyes, the hair. The, the hair. Oh my god. Majestic. I he should be it. doing like a Pantene commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he should have. Herbal essence. Arctic ice. <laughs> oh. And Arctic. Wait. Ice. I love it. Head and shoulders. Mm, mm, mm. Not all flake inside. <laughs> so wow. good. Amazing. Oh, there's so much pressure to do this episode because this movie is perfect and there's super fans. <sighs> we want to do it right. We want to do it justice. It's a big undertaking. It is. But we're here. We're doing it. Yeah. This movie's so much, so much fun. In fact, this is John Carpenter's favorite film of his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not Halloween. The thing. Well, I agree with that. Yeah, no, you're not a big Halloween fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> John Carpenter's got good taste. <laughs> he does. And it's crazy that this is technically a remake. Yeah. I've never seen the original. Me either. Who needs to? I've never seen the quote-unquote prequel. prequel. <laughs> uh, pass. I don't... Yeah, I've never seen it, so I feel like I can't say, but I heard it's not great. It's kind of like one of the... Like, this movie is so untouchable if they made a remake. Like... It's kind of how I feel when I hear rumblings of them remaking The Crow because that's been a thing for so long. It's like half of the reason that that movie is, um, what's the word? Not, I mean, it is iconic. Yeah. But infamous. Yeah. Is the fact that the character was killed and, you know, came to do justice and, you know, yada yada. And the actor was killed and it's almost like the movie... You know, he finished... Well, he didn't finish it, but, you know, like, he they... He almost finished it. He almost finished it, and it's just... It's so infamous that way mm-hmm. because of the lore around it and yeah. what happened that if you tried to remake it, it's like... I mean, if you really want to dissect The Crow, it's kind of a loose story. Yeah. It's not that great, but I love the movie because I love Brandon Lee's portrayal of the character it's like i feel that way about the thing mm-hmm. you know i just feel like it's fine yeah like, or, like, i don't think it, you could like, do it any better right i don't mean to say that the movie's was. just fine but like it's it's good like it's amazing and perfect the way it is and if you you couldn't do more to it like right. there's nothing i feel like now that they could do to make it any better right than it already was like i mean could, i you could say that about a lot of remakes though that come out and i don't hate all of them but it's just like it's i think it's a lot of the trepidation that goes into that with people they don't want to see something that they thought was perfect Mm -hmm. be kind of tainted in that way right and it's different like if you take a cult classic and remake it i almost have less of an issue like, like evil dead yeah I wouldn't say that's a perfect, like, I, Evil Dead is not on the same level as The Thing, mm-hmm. but it's a cult classic. Yeah. And when they remade it, people were upset, and the remake, some people, like, I personally think it's a very good remake. Yeah. Some people, like my husband, do not think it's a good he remake. He doesn't like Evil Dead? No. What? He said he saw it once, and it was in the theater, and he didn't like it. He was disappointed in it. I'm disappointed in him. I am, too. I was... I think it's, my it's, mouth went dry when he told me. I think it's literally one of my favorite remakes of all time. Me, too. Like, and that, and it was so fun, but that's such a fun movie to remake, mm-hmm. you know? And they went in, like, a little bit of a different direction with that They went one. more horror than... Yeah. 
what the first one is. But it's like, what could you do? I mean, for like, the thing. This movie doesn't need to be acted better. Yeah. It doesn't need a better story. It doesn't, it doesn't need, need better character. <laughs> right. It doesn't need better creature design. Yeah. There is nothing that anyone could add to this movie to make it better or like, oh, thank God we have this version too. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. Those are just our opinions. (laughs) I mean, everything is our opinion. Everything is our opinion. I just, I think that this movie is perfect and we should just leave well enough alone. Yeah. And I think what makes me love this movie even more is like the whodunit Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like the mystery in it. Like it's more than just. It's the paranoia. The paranoia. And I feel like we talked about this before. Like paranoia horror horror movies. Yeah. I don't know. It just like adds something. Because it's, it's true. It's something that, you know, like, I don't know what it's like to battle an alien creature, but I know what paranoia feels like. Yeah, like that human instinct of, I mean, we literally lived it in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a very real feeling to go through and just, I don't know, like, I think especially because I, I, I remember watching, like, rewatching the thing during COVID, like, when we were in lockdown and we were watching, like, seven eight to ten movies a day (laughs) yeah truly like just that feeling of like oh my god like you know you can relate to it a hundred percent it's insane and it's still it's still effective yeah the isolation the paranoia the helplessness it's all very real and relatable yeah and i think people the fact that people still talk about this movie and like the chain of events leading up to like from beginning to end like who who was patient zero? Who was the one that affected who? And who killed it? And who did this? Like, I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing that they still talk about this movie. Yeah. And I don't know. I've seen so many YouTube videos of people breaking this movie down to, like, a defi- almost definitive what they believe. Like, who who did who? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, who turned who kind of thing. It's like, where were you when this yeah. happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's and it's similar to our scream episode when we were talking about like Billy and Stu, like who, who was here when this was going on and who killed who in this scene? Like, I just like that you can dissect it like that. Definitely. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You want to know something fun about this? It's, I mean, it's fun for me. Mm-hmm. First time I saw this movie was in a movie theater. Really? Yeah. But you know how they always like bring them back. Mm-hmm. I saw it at a theater out in Rosemont, which for those of you who aren't from the Chicago area, the suburb of the city <laughs> uh, but it's a really nice theater it's gigantic i got lost trying to find the fucking screen like the actual auditorium but uh a girl i used to be friends with she was taking her her man at the time and he couldn't go because he i guess he had to work she asked me if i wanted to see it and i had not seen it at that point so i said yup i'll see it so it was a really cool way to see this movie for the first time i'm gonna say didn't you isn't that how you saw halloween too yeah. It was like in the theater. And Friday course. the 13th. What? Yeah. <laughs> we all the good ones. Uh, right? I've never seen this on the theater. I've... No, have I? No. Oh, didn't they just release it over the summer in theaters again? This? The thing, yeah. Oh, I don't know. For its anniversary. Oh, maybe. One of the anniversaries, yeah. Well, shit. That would be so cool. Well, next time it comes to the theater, we have to uh, see it. Yes. I'll keep an eye out. I know. That's so cool. It was. I mean, honestly, it was very cool. I mean, I saw Poltergeist in the theater over the summer, and that was that, amazing. I forgot about that. I was in, like, the second row. I was like, ah. <laughs> Vibrating. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Um, you already said the IMDb score. 
This movie has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, which makes me just like, what do you people want? Yeah, 84. What more could you ask for? That's surprising. It's still high, but I like, not, how does this not have like a 99.9? You're always going to have a 1% variable. It's crazy. Or 0.1. And it's crazy that this movie initially bombed. Yes. At the box office. It's like, I think it's movies that people aren't ready to receive. Yeah. That bomb at first and end up, like, Jennifer's Body is in no way a similar comparison, but it's kind of the, the way that Jennifer's Body, when it came out, it was not well received, mm-hmm. and now it is a cult classic, and everyone's kind of recognizing it more for what it is. Yeah. Like, they didn't I, appreciate it at the time, but right. as it's moved on. And I hope, it makes me curious as to, like, what will be appreciated down the line that isn't now. <laughs> yes like makes you wonder you know i know i know it's true yeah it's like history in the making i love it I know. <laughs> okay and not only that the person who did the guy who did like the special effects for this movie was only 22 at the time old ew only <laughs> disgusting <laughs> wow no that's insane rob botten that's his name can you imagine can having you that imagine having this movie under your belt at 22? Being like, yeah, I did that. Exactly. Ugh. The pride his family must feel. Yeah. I know I would. Right? Favorite son. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I, I have so no proud. other children. Yeah. I think that'd be fascinating to do. Like oh, the, definitely. Like the effects. The, uh... For sure. Yeah. Like, especially the gore effects. I think that... I want to know how to make an arm flap. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Or make a belly open. Yeah. <gasps> like that. Oh. That'd be sick. Oh, I know. Or that spider head thing. I don't know. There's just so many good creatures in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's so many. And we're going to get into one. Yeah. I so, won't put it off anymore. <laughs> the year was 1982. Antarctica. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. <laughs> and that's the movie. Uh, I feel like everybody just knows how this movie goes. If you haven't seen this movie, where have you been? <laughs> exactly. I had to write down everyone's name because I know <laughs> we were struggling so hard. I think it was our Silent Hill episode. I'm remembering everybody's name because there's just so many people in this movie. I know. And I've seen this movie a million times, but I'm still like, I don't want to forget anybody. <laughs> I feel like there's, they're all, play, they're all, I you have, like, your main players, right? Yeah. The ones that c- contribute more to the story. And then you have, like, the lesser characters. But really, I think, like, McReady is um, Kurt Russell. He's kind of our... I would call him the protagonist. He's kind mm-hmm. of who we follow for most of the movie. And then I would say Childs. Even though I feel like he doesn't get, a, like, a lot, a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's still, like, a powerful presence. Yeah. And then uh, Dr. Copper and... Blair, a.k.a. Wilford Brimley. And then I just feel like the rest, like, I mean, yeah, Windows, I guess. But, yeah, For Fugues. a while. Yeah. While he's alive. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, you can't say that they're not all big players, but they're not all, like, you know. And then what's the, the um, oh, God. North? The guy with the kennel. Clark, oh, right? Oh, yeah, Clark, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like the, the little I think. Char- I think what, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, I think there's, like, the big players. And I, but I think because it's kind of, like, almost like a single location type of movie. Yeah. It makes it feel more like they're, like, a team. And they all have a part to play 
in some sense, even if it's not a big part, like they're another body and another way of infection. So that's what makes it so interesting to like know each one. Cause that's like basically what the beginning of the movie is, is we get to see like their camaraderie yeah. on the base. And I freaking love <laughs> McGrady playing the chess game. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Like he literally drinks freaking whiskey the whole movie. <laughs> And then he fucks up the, you know, when the, the computer checkmates him. And then he's like, yeah, fuck you. Oh, well, he doesn't say that, but. I mean. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Um, and he has his drunk shack. Love that. I know. We do love, a, I mean, a love shack, you know. <laughs> a love shack. Woof. But uh, while that's going on, we have a helicopter and we're watching a dog. It, what is it? A husky, yeah, would you say? Yeah, like a husky dog. Yeah. Like a sled pulling dog. A dog that would survive in Antarctica. Um, but we watch this dog and it's essentially being chased by this helicopter. They try to drop like bombs on it and the dog runs to the American base. Um, basically they land the helicopter. The one guy tries to throw the bomb and blow the dog up, but he somehow throws it behind him. Yeah. Blows himself up and pretty much fucks up their helicopter. Mm -hmm. The other guy starts shooting. Uh, who does he shoot? He shoots Bennings in the leg. Yeah. Because he's trying to, like, he's, like, screaming at them, and they don't understand what he's saying. But, yeah, he accidentally, well, I think he's trying to aim for the dog, but he shoots Bennings in the leg. Yeah. And they basically, so, um, what's-his-face, Gary kills Gary, him. Yeah, Gary shoots him right in the eye. <laughs> and the reason they can't understand these men is because they are from Norway, so they're speaking Norwegian. From another base about... Some miles away. Ten clicks away. <laughs> Half a click. <laughs> yeah. Half a click away. Yeah. So they decide that they're going to explore their base. Yeah. And when they get there, uh, they discover a, a variety of things, I would say. Basically, like, their whole place fucking, like, holes in the wall. Everything's destroyed. Some dude is in a chair frozen with his wrist slit. Yeah. <laughs> An ice throat. box. <laughs> yeah, there's literally a, it looks like a block of ice or like a pool of ice. It looks like they cut a chunk out of the ice and then dug something out of it. There's nothing in there. And outside of their camp, they see, uh, I believe it's three bodies, right? Two human bodies and one that's not yeah. quite man not quite beast and they decide to take it back with them well of course because they got to do some research they do the autopsy i believe blair does the autopsy mm -hmm. and figures out that well really other than the exterior of the body there's nothing wrong with it yeah like it's a normal human yeah and with the extra parts but while they're I do gone but i do love when they first come into the base though and mcready's like hey sweden he's like did they're not sweet. They're from Norway. <laughs> They're from Norwegian. Loaded. <laughs> Love him. Sorry. What were you saying? Um, while they're gone, we get that shot of the dog mm -hmm. roaming around the base camp. And I love that he's like scoping it out and he goes into the room with the figure and we don't know who it is. But that was purposeful. Mm -hmm. And we do see like a POV shot of the dog too. Right? Because that camera's kind of slowly... And you do see a shadow. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a... I feel like that, that there's no way they missed that. And, what? you know, it's not like the camera guy, like, panning, right? Oh, uh, when he I goes just, into the room? No, like, 
before we see the dog enter the room with the figure, we get that slow panning shot mm-hmm. of him moving into the room with like the arcade games and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a shadow that you can see mm-hmm. on the wall, and I'm like, oh, I mean, maybe. that's supposed to be the dog, right? Like that's supposed to be the dog shadow. That's oh. why I took it. I'm like, they they wouldn't have not caught that if that was a camera guy, right? true you know how many tv shows i've watched like older tv shows where you can see like the boom mic yep. like on the top <laughs> especially like sitcoms <laughs> like you can clearly see it oh, i just love okay. i just love when they sometimes like like he's so felt, obvious like he was nodding off <laughs> <laughs> it's like swallow uh fucking zach and miri yeah just swallow my cockatino he's like hitting him on the head <laughs> 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 oh my god Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that is deliberate. And um, what is it? Oh, yeah. So the dog who had been free roaming, they decide that it's time that the dog should not be roaming. They're going to put the dog in the kennel with the rest of the sled pulling dogs. Sad. I don't like this. And so I know. So um, what's his face? Clark. Walks the dog to the kennel, and it's it's a very quiet scene, and all the dogs are looking at him, or, the, you know, the stray dog, and the stray dog is looking at all of them, mm-hmm. and Clark walks away, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. It fucking busts out of the dog's face, like a Venus fly. Oh my god, it's crazy! <laughs> These little weird whips, tentacles, I don't know, come out of the dog's back, and it starts sprouting, like crab legs i can't tell if it looks more like a crab or a spider yeah you know what's interesting too um and i didn't really like pick up on it until this watch it makes you like wonder because like when people start getting infected i feel like they turn like right away like the dog took a while well you know i think i feel like they turn when they're being threatened Oh, that's true. You know? So the other dog's growling at it. Uh-huh. Made it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Made it upset. Because the one guy, we don't know how long necessarily he was infected, mm-hmm. but he had that heart attack, and the, everyone was getting, like, all yeah. crazy. And um, what is it? The other one. Oh, my God. What am I thinking of? Oh, there, it's in my notes. We'll but, get it. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get oh, but even, like, Blair. They lock him. He barricades himself. Right? Yeah. And then they take him to the shack where he's isolated, but at some point he's, you know, he's still telling them, keep an eye on Clark and, you know, yada, yada. And then at one point he's like, I, I'm really all better now. And it's that paranoia of, is that the alien talking or is he, be- like, when did he... I have a breakdown. Okay. <laughs> I have a, I wasn't going to get to it until the end. Okay, well then. Well then. But it's all spec. It's not facts. So, but it is, it is interesting. Blair's not here to defend himself, so it's all speculation. <laughs> it's all speculation, and I, yeah. Okay, so. I was gonna wait till the end, maybe, to get to it. You wanna table it? Unless I, unless I do it as we go, but it probably, well, it's up to it'd you. probably be better at the end. Okay, okay. I can wait. Okay. So, the dog is bursting open, and it's attacking the other dogs, and Clark comes back, looks in the kennel, is like, oh, shit. McCready, he hears something, so he sets off an alarm that wakes up the whole camp, and basically they all congregate at the kennel to witness this thing. And they flamethrow it. <laughs> they torch its ass. 
I love the effective use of the flamethrower in this movie. I know. There's so much flamethrowing. <laughs> McReady is the flamethrower. He is. <laughs> Just one stare will light you on fire. Yeah. Just one shake burning of that tousled of hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the burning eyes of passion. Mm. I love it. Oh, no. Um, but then, okay, so then Blair takes it and does an autopsy on that. I feel like he's not wearing gloves or a mask. I know. It's all very... I mean, you don't know what this is. Why aren't you wearing protective gear? Where's your PPE? Yeah. You know? You don't know what this is. I know. It's not very OSHA compliant. No. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Sorry. Um, Yeah, so basically from that autopsy where he's not wearing any PPE, they discover that whatever this thing is... It finds an organism and then it imitates it by either digesting or dissolving. A shapeshifter. Yes. Uh, Which is super creepy. And while they were at that Norwegian base camp, they took a bunch of like papers and videos and, you know, just discovery or like, what what is it? Not discovery. What's the word I'm thinking of? What, like the notebook? Research. Oh. That's the word. (laughs) They took a lot of stuff, like their research. And so they're watching these tapes from the Norwegians trying to figure out what were they doing? What did they find? And it looks like they blow something out of the ice. So they kind of decided, well, McReady decides, like, we should, we should go find that. Mm -hmm. Like, what the, what the hell were they doing up there? Yeah. I think even, like, I think the suspicion starts here. Mm-hmm. Because with, it's like Blair immediately starts questioning Clark. Because now that it knows that it can take on, like, a life form, he's like, but you were with them. You were with the dogs for a while. Like, you were with them for, like, an hour and a half. Like, where were you? Exactly. <laughs> you mean to tell me that eyes. that dog's been roaming around by itself this whole time? Got in this? Well, you were with it. Yeah. How long were you alone with it? Before they even leave the kennel with it, he's already like, mm. Blair knows what's up. Yeah. Blair knows what's up. I mean, he goes a little nuts at the end, but, like, as he should almost. Is it because he's not wearing PPE that he got infected? Probably. Is that your theory? Uh, no, I have a theory oh, okay. about how everybody got infected. That's, that's oh, okay. the theory. Oh, okay, okay. okay. That's, that's where I'm I at. see. Yeah. But because they always, like, they discover in this movie that really it takes, like, one little And that's part schmidge. of it. And that's why so many people like to break this movie down. Because it's, like, it literally starts at the beginning with the dog jumping on Bennings. Did it try, it tried to lick his face. Did it actually lick his face? Mm-hmm. Like, with Blair doing the autopsy he was holding a pen which he like kind of moved toward the thing did he touch it and then he put it back in his mouth right it's like these little things that people not me <laughs> so i'm not taking credit for this but like <laughs> notice that are like where was the point of infection <laughs> exactly exactly it's fascinating i love it i love it i could eat this shit oh <laughs> and that's what like i don't understand how people think this is a slow moving movie yeah, like, it, there's little moving parts to every scene. Like, yeah. you have to notice this shit. Well, in every scene, there's a purpose to every scene. I feel right. like in this movie, there's not really a lot of filler scenes. Right. You know, every scene has an importance and a purpose to drive the story forward. Every scene, they're finding out a new piece of the puzzle. There's paranoia going around. Like, something is happening. It's just, 
wow that yeah that blows my mind and you might even not get all of it in the first watch like yeah multiple watches i noticed things this watch and i've seen this movie a million times that i had not noticed before like you always catch something new and that's all purposeful especially when you're watching with a more critical eye exactly you know, to take notes and review and all that stuff yeah like you just you go in the first time like just enjoying it like seeing how fucking crazy it gets and then then you start noticing mm-hmm. all the pieces of the puzzle well especially once you know the outcome exactly. then you're like okay now, I'm now where pin- can we trace this back? <laughs> exactly. And this is what people do. And it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I wish I had the time to do this. I know. Me too. It's incredible. It I is. would take a class on this. I mean, it's like CSI. The thing 102, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Back to the, back to the, this. So they find the ship. Yes. It's in like case, a spaceship. It's like entombed in ice in a cr- giant fucking crater. Mm-hmm. And then they find the area... Where the Norwegians cut out that block of ice that they took back to study. So they kind of theorize that whatever it was. Oh, and also, this is when McCready asks, because Do- Copper's with him. Mm-hmm. And is, right? It's Copper. Uh, and he's like, I think it's Palmer. Oh, is it Palmer? Okay. Palmer and Norris. Yeah. Okay. He is talking and he's like, How long do you reckon that this has been here? And basically, it's like 100,000 years mm-hmm. old. So they speculate that whatever it was crash landed and something survived and tried to crawl out and got frozen outside of it. And that's what the Norwegians took back. And now they unthought it and they're like, it's probably pissed off. And Yeah, you woke it up from its nap. Mm-hmm. And it, but, but at the end, we figure out it's probably for self-preservation. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? That's true. But it was mad that it got woken up. Yeah. That's true. Mm. So, they don't know what it is, but that's what they found. And then Blair does his research on his his little computer playing Space Invaders. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. Yes, that's, that's yeah. true. It's some Gallagher shit. Um, and he gets the information that... I love his little... Cause, it shows, like, the cell of the organism attacking, like, a normal cell and how it, like, just completely takes over mm-hmm. and re- and replicates it. And he kind of, like, just plugs in some, like, numbers and finds out that the seven- there's a 75% chance that the infection has spread to, like, other people on the base. And basically, like, if it reaches any type of civil- civilization, the entire population could be infected within 27,000 hours. And I did some calculations. And in From days, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, oh. <laughs> no, I have no fucking idea. I mean, I guess I could do that now. Yeah, that's from first contact. Let's see. Let's see how good I am at math. It's just 27,000 divided by 24, right? Yeah. Okay, so 1,125 days. Uh, would be like three, 3.08219 years. Yeah. Like, so, I mean. I feel like it would take not that long. I've seen Contagion. <laughs> that shit spread pretty good. I was gonna gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would be faster than that. So, But I guess but it's just one of them. Yeah. Well, the, but, okay, but okay, so it can replicate itself, right? Yeah, and if there's, there's be more. Yeah, I think his math is a little off. Yeah. Because if it's if there was more... I we mean, can't fault Blair. It's 80s technology. <laughs> early 80s technology. That's like alien. Like, 
it's like they're not even typing anything. They're yeah. just hitting four keys and it's like the entire population would be gone in 27,000 hours. And like alien, you know, it's like yeah. mother. It's like I hit the square button. I hit the triangle <laughs> symbol. I hit the squiggly doodad. And it's like, of course you can override this. Like what? What? <laughs> Excuse me? She couldn't even turn the self-destruct button off. I know. <laughs> And then she, when she did, and then tried to turn it off, it was like, I don't compute. <laughs> just reminds Who me of Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the last chance to hit the, like, self-destruct, yeah. cancel self-destruct out really of order. Sure? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, God, for God's sake, Netflix even has a button. Like, are you sure you really want to keep watching? You've been at it for 24 right. hours straight. Maybe you should get friends. Or yeah, get outside. a life. Look at yourself. <laughs> yes. Have you washed yourself? <laughs> you lazy piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so, now, like, honestly. Oh, the other thing is, speaking of, like, their poor, I guess, PPE, they just, sure. so they end up just storing this thing, all of these, like, bodies, well, the bodies of these things in their storage room. Yeah. Gross. Just unofficially, just like, meh. <laughs> and the blood is, like, gooing. It's, it's like, gooing oozing. everywhere. Yeah disgusting no gross so god only knows you know it's fucking gross especially at the end when they're like we should probably prepare our own foods and eat it out of cans isn't that where all that goopy shit was yeah they put it in the bodies they put it in their pantry (laughs) yeah fucking gross that's like mom i killed a bird cool put it in the fridge well it and the interesting thing is, is like when because Fuch- Fuchs and Mac have like a few little side conversations because they're like best buddies, and they talk about like Blair and how the cells from are still alive from the corpses. Mm-hmm. So it's like even dead, they're still kind of dangerous. And that's when we see like the goop, yeah, right? Because what's the it's Bennings, the two guys, yeah. Bennings is the one that gets attacked from it. Yes, which is so crazy so like while that's going on we also find out that blair has now basically like locked himself in his room and uh won't come out mm-hmm. and they don't know what that's about and then there's a commotion bennings is attacked it looks like oh it kind of looks like remember an anaconda when I've like john anaconda. really no oh i mean it's not great but like <laughs> well there's a scene <laughs> Where John Voight gets swallowed by, like, eaten by the snake. Sure. But then it, like, spits him out, and he's, like, kind of digested, but kind of oh. not. And he looks all goopy, and that's, like, what Benny's looks like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yeah. It looks like my corn after I poop it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't poop. <laughs> or I'm eat a, corn. I'm a girl. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. He looks like partially consumed i mean he is yeah but then he gets up and he like runs off and that's when they have to torch his ass okay and this like i remember seeing this in the theater and this scene really just like creeped me out on top of that weird body that they find with the stretched face which i was like oh it looks like a stephen gamble illustration from scary stories to tell in the dark but mm. um yeah they they chase after um bennings and He's kind of like knelt, like knelt down in the snow at that point, and they've all kind of circled around him. And he just looks up, and he's got these weird, like hands, alien tentacle, slash hands. human claw hands. Yes, it like oh my god, so disturbing. And he just like, it's almost like there's no life behind his eyes, and yeah. he opens his mouth, and it's just like that. It's almost like he's like 
partially still there and screaming out which makes it so creepy (laughs) i remember like i kind of like had a little like my butthole clenched (laughs) and i was like oh oh i don't know if i like that well it's that that feeling of being trapped and like knowing like you're half in there but this thing is consuming you so it's like his last like gasping right scream for help but there's nothing that they could like they don't have a cure yeah so So it's like the only choice is to fucking light his ass up he's like in the sunken place yeah so yeah so they do torch him burn his ass to a crisp amen sure fucking did yeah and then blair goes nuts and destroys the helicopters and the radios and he kills the dogs yeah clark and his dogs oh no oh my god yeah he just goes full crazy he takes like an axe at things and he's shooting and they finally subdue him Mm -hmm. and they take him to the tool shed and they lock him in and before they shut him in he blair tells mccready he says hey keep an eye on clark because he was with that thing like the dog alone you know like mm-hmm. fucking watch him so of course mccready being the big dick energy like the fucking <laughs> big daddy of this base <laughs> big daddy energy. <laughs> yes he kind of passes along the information to the rest of the group and i think at this point it's kind of creepy that they have that discussion if i was like a perfect imitation how would you know it was really me yeah like, ugh oh it's true yeah what would give it away if you were a perfect imitation that it wouldn't be right but they do come up with the blood serum test which is a little bit later but it's like one of the best scenes of this movie yeah i fucking agree i think Uh, it was even on that scene or the chest openings like the defibrillator scene one of those it was on scariest movie moments i think the chest one is always on them it's so good oh my god but the blood test it's just the the fucking paranoia and uh, that jump scare is so good. And the way you just, you're literally like holding your breath like they yes. are. Like you don't know. My butt is like, like it's like a dolphin, you know, it's fucking watertight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say it all the time, but it's true. And you people listening, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're well aware of her butt. <laughs> <laughs> you never had you that never airtight know. butt experience. Oh. Trust. you know like especially when you think someone's like following you, I you life, sca- yes i can't there's an intruder in your home it's the like tension oh my god you know i could suck a coconut up with the, <laughs> you know like it's crazy oh but so yeah the bloods they decide they're gonna a do a blood serum test literally <laughs> oh i could hold water um <laughs> uh they decide they're gonna do a blood serum test uh but unfortunately they go to get the blood because they have a supply of, you know, human blood. And someone has destroyed it. The only problem is, this is where the paranoia, like, really starts to set in. Because mm-hmm. one person has the key. And only one person would need to access that. So it's this whole, well, I would, re- I never use it. I only have the key to give to you. Well, you did, when did you access it last? Is any because he's yep. the- he is Gary the, has the key. Gary has the key because he's like the leader. <laughs> but Copper is Which the is doctor. Which is so weird because he doesn't give leader energy. No, he gives weird. He gives smart. leader energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like the one that like you know. The thing that he contributes most. most is that he shot the dog or the Norwegian guy. Yeah, you but know? Copper 
is the, the physician mm-hmm. who would need the access to the blood. So now they're suspects. So no, it's like the two of them plus Clark. Exactly. And everyone's now going at it because now it's this whole, well, somebody could have took the key from me. Well, you've always had, you have that thing attached to your hip. So everybody's just fucking going at it now. Yeah. It's the paranoia. And naturally, if Kurt Russell's in the room, you put him in charge. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Because now everybody's a suspect. And this is when Fuchs is talking to McGreedy and is like, hey, you know, it really just takes like a smidge of whatever this thing is, like to come in contact with it to change. So I think from now on, it's probably best that we all prepare our own food. We eat from cans. Um, You know, we should probably just try to limit contact with each other as much as possible um but they don't that well it's that again it's that paranoia of and it's it very relatable to covid like i don't want you to be near me but six feet away is good like i want you to be in the same room as me because you can't like i don't want you to leave yeah but you can't be near me but they should have did like house on haunted hill rules where like everybody stays in their room Announce yourself when you're going to the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> Announce yourself when you're going to the kitchen. But then it's like, do you trust someone to be around your food? Like, everybody keep a stash of food till spring in your room. And do you trust people to announce themselves? They don't. You don't. But if they're all in the room, you're all gathering food together and watching each other do it. And then you kindly fuck off to your own mm-hmm. space. Like, that's the only way. But they don't. But it never works. That never it works. It never works. I mean, no. That Clearly never it never works. works. But like. <laughs> yeah. Never fucking If works. they had played by the rules. <laughs> I know. Well, and then at this point, too, the fuse in the lab goes out. And. Um, oh, he does that transmission, too. That nobody trusts anybody anymore. And we're all very oh, tired. Uh-huh. Yes. I yes. That. I love that. Man, do I fucking feel that. <laughs> I've never felt something more in my life. Amen, man. Uh, yeah. um, but the power goes out. Yeah, the power goes out, and Fuchs, there's, like, a, some figure passes the door, and he's like, hello. Um, and he ends up kind of going outside, and he finds that, like, jacket or scrap of fabric, whatever it is, that has McReady's name on it. And that's kind of all that we see of him. Yeah. Until later when they're like, where is Fuchs? Mm-hmm. And they go and they search outside and they find some kind of something. They're like, is it Fuchs? And they find his glasses. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, but he's burnt. He is. So now, so you still don't really know what happened. Like, did he do it to himself? Was he murdered? Right. And you never really find out. Because they go to ask Blair what happened. With a prominent noose in the shot uh-huh. <laughs> right next to him. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's crazy because even this is the scene where you're like, ooh, Blair's not. Like, there's something going on, right? Yeah. Because. But they're all clues. They're all puzzle pieces. It's true. Like, because they're like, have you, did you see Fuchs out here? Did you hear? He's like, I, I want to come back in. Whatever I, whatever it was that th- was wrong with me, I'm better now. Uh, I don't like it out here. I hear things out here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's also so fucking creepy. Uh, yeah. I hate that so much. But it's very, like, this is a very creepy scene. Because, again, it's almost like that dead behind the eyes look. Mm-hmm. And you're not sure because he's, so, he's speaking so calmly. Like, I'm all better now. Yeah. You know, let me in. Thank you. Everything's okay. And they're like, nah. <laughs> I, I used to 
podcast. Little th- oh my god, I love that. Just slides the little <laughs> door over his face. Yup. What the fuck's with the noose? Is this part of the theory? Kind of, yeah. Because I always thought it was creepy, but I guess I've never, I mean, I've never done an in-depth, like, dive of, I just, I, I just love this movie. I didn't either until I watched someone else's. Okay. And so I kind of took some notes. Okay. I'll save it for that. And that's the thing. I don't know for sure. I think this is just somebody else's opinion. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to go through it. But yeah, they do mention that in the, Interesting. In the part. We'll get okay. To it. Okay. <sighs> so. So now. Oh, yeah. So then they go to. Ma- it's Mac and Nalls who go to investigate. Because sh- his shack lights were off before and now they're on. So they have to go investigate that. Yes. And we see. We just kind of like pan up to McReady's shack. Because the light is on, which is super creepy. Like, well, I shut everything off before I left, so what the fuck's up there? And the next scene, really, is the men left at the base are, you know, trying to lock the doors. And Nalls comes in super, like, crazy. And he's like, I cut McReady loose. Uh, I found this. We went up to his shack and... I found this. It was in the furnace. He, I don't think he saw me grab it, but it's that scrap of fabric with his name on it. And so they hear glass breaking, and it's McReady, who has found his way back to camp. <laughs> he looks like Frostilicus. He's kind of like a frosty like, beard. Yukon Cornelius. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, he has loaded himself with the flamethrower and, like, a bundle of dynamite. Oh, yeah. And he threatens to blow the whole place. Yeah. Uh, But, of course, everyone's, like, everyone's paranoid of each other, but everyone's ultra paranoid now that McCready is the thing. And we are also, if I guess we're watching this the first time. Yeah. We're so suspicious of everybody. I was never suspicious of him. I mean, I... Because I love him. I know, yeah. You don't (laughs) want him to be. Right. (laughs) Especially because he's just got that leader energy. Like, why would you go up to the thing shack where that scrap of fabric may or may not be if you were the thing? Because it's manipulating all of them. I know. But I just trust The thing him. is manipulating all of them. I just trust He's planting him so things. Much. <laughs> yes. It's true. It's true. He's planting things. All in the name of self-preservation. Yeah. Wild. Wild times. This is the most perfect organism. Mm-hmm. Screw the xenomorphs. That's true. Yeah, because they're so large, you know? Uh, yeah. See, yeah, and you 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 can see them coming, but the thing, you'll never see it coming. Exactly. It could be anyone. It's the Even you. It could. And out of nowhere, Norris collapses of a heart attack, because he, he just can't take this shit. Right, everyone's arguing, it's peak, you know, paranoia. He just falls over. And we get one of the most iconic scenes in cinematic history. I agree. The defibrillator scene. Oh. Copper. Can you imagine seeing that for, like, the first time? <laughs> I can. Like, it, <laughs> no, like, when it came out. No, I know. Just, like, everyone being like, holy shit. What the, I think my mind would have been blown at the first, like, the dog scene. I don't know. And then this? You're going to hit me with this shit? <laughs> what the fuck? This is where it hurts. Incredible. So good. Yeah, Copper goes to use the defibrillator paddles because he thinks he's having a heart attack. And one of the times he goes to blast him and his chest opens wide up. Little teethies rip his arms off. Is that when he dies? Because I feel like you never see him die. Yeah, I assume he bleeds out yeah. from that. Or goes into, like, dies from shock. That too. Yeah. Maybe he had a heart attack. Well, 
I mean, like I Ready or Not <laughs> with Ricky from mm-hmm. Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That quarter stick of dynamite blows his hand off and he dies from a heart attack. Uh, yeah, and T-Way, the body starts to morph. This is the goopiest scene. It's <laughs> Other than crazy. the kennel scene, this is like goopiest shit. Because it like stretches. and It it's... takes on his face, but also his head is still attached. Yeah. And it like falls off to the floor. <laughs> and that sprouts those little crabby legs. I just wanted, I want to be there. I wish I could have seen like them doing the scene. Incredible. How many people had to get involved to make this look so fucking bizarre? Right. And I like that the, I don't know, I just, I fucking love it, man. Um, because that's when Norris's head detaches from his body and grows those gross spider legs. Yeah, those crab legs. Ugh. I don't even know what the, yeah, they, it's disgusting. And it starts to crawl away because they do incinerate his, you know, Norris's body and the head almost gets so I just like when it peeks out from under the desk, like, oh, anybody looking? Okay. And, and they almost miss it. <laughs> no, he basically almost saunters out of that room like, well, you can't hear all the way out. You know, like. <laughs> if he didn't stop and look back, he would have been fine. I know. Oh, man. I just love their reaction, though. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you be fucking kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. And then they, it's just funny because. It's like, it just reminds me of like, he looks at me, and I, and look, I look at him. him. He looks at me, <laughs> and I look at him. <laughs> it's so long before they just blast the head thing, and I'm just like, and I think they're just trying to take the moment in, just being like, I don't even know anymore, man. <laughs> like, it's just so hard to process, and yet, here it is. Here it is. So great. Okay, so then they do the blood scene, the the blood draws, the which again, scene. no gloves. There's no gloves on this base. Hell no. They're in the Arctic, Antarctic. Right. Whatever. No gloves. It's just, it's crazy yeah. to me. It's baffling to me. When did OSHA come into the play? The dirty ass needle. <laughs> right. Yeah, no OSHA in here. Nobody gives a shit. So they decide because they see that the head has detached itself from Norris's body. That it will do whatever it needs to do to survive. That, you know, when a human bleeds, it just sheds tissue. But with this thing, every part of it is a different part. That's It's going to do whatever it needs to do to survive. So everyone's going to put their blood in a dish. And he's going to put a hot wire and Uh. see... Which one of them is the thing? Because oh, the blood will separate. It's all good. Oh my god! And he has them all tied to chairs. Oh, it's so fucking. And but they're like right next to each other. Yeah. And he tests windows, and he's good. So he decides that windows is clear to grab you know blood from everyone. And McReady says, "I'm gonna do something. Like I'm basically I'm gonna prove what I already know." And he puts the thing in his blood and he's fine and kind of goes down the line and clark is surprisingly good even though he's suspicious as fuck mm-hmm. that's not a movie <laughs> very suspicious uh actually clark is dead at this point because this before that they decide who's a le- you know who's the new leader mm-hmm. no but they do him though what do you mean they test the blood after Clark. After oh he's yeah, dead. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I um, thought you meant like yeah. I forgot to mention that. We we no, forgot fine. to mention that. It's fine. No, the, but they do test his blood after, and he was good though. He was good. Making him a murderer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But still. 
But still. It was weird because, you know, you were still sweating. I mean, he spent an awful lot of time off screen with the dogs. So exactly. you're like thinking, okay, for sure. And it's like his demeanor, too. He's just like, yeah. why? He's a little unhinged. Mm-hmm. Like, quiet unhinged, you know? Scared. Because he does attack McCready. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, everybody, let's just do what he says. You know, because McCready's like, if you fuck with me, I will blow this place sky high. And they're like, you would never do that to us. And Clark's like, well, he did. He did do that really quick forget who he says like oh he killed so and so Mm -hmm. pretty quick and so yeah mccready he's gonna get rushed by a blade yeah and he shoots clark yeah it was self-defense yeah but his blood is good but palmers well that's the best part because who is he like he's he's going back and forth with gary yeah and he's like he he is suspicious as fuck of gary and he's like i'll save you for last and as he sticks the the thing Mm -hmm. or like the hot wire into palmers (laughs) Who's tied right next to Gary? Oh man, the it, the blood just like <laughs> oh my god, out of Jump fucking scare. nowhere, and he just gets up. Oh, he's like melted as fuck looking. It's and then he wild. eats windows, which I think is even more disturbing than the yes. fucking chest mouth. <laughs> he eats him like an anaconda. Yeah, his head opens oh, up so and literally gross. yes, because he's still moving and flailing man. about. And then when he like he literally spits him first. out. Yes. Oh. Oh. Oh, so that's unfortunate. And everyone that's tied to a chair is like, oh, God, what the fuck? Yeah. That would be... (laughs) Yeah. Fuck that. I would would be pissed. Yeah. I mean, they are, but just... Because they're right next to it. And, of course, they're trying to, you know, McCready is trying to torch... uh, What's his face? But he can't... His um, flamethrower keeps misfiring. Mm -hmm. And that's why poor Windows, when he tries to go and do it, he gets eaten. And then finally he gets the flamethrower to work. So... You know, R.I.P. Um, you know Palmer and Windows. Yeah, and then they test everybody yeah. else, and they're good. Yeah, everyone's fine. Um, they decide to go give Blair the test as well, because that's only fair. And they go to Blair's tool shed, <laughs> and guess what? He's not there. But they do the find the tunnel under the floor. Which leads to another tunnel in an underground layer. <laughs> Secret volcano layer. And they find the alien spacecraft. He was, he, he he was, was fashioning it out of what? Old helicopter parts, yeah, right? Yeah. How funny. How was how he going to fit in there? How crafty. Yeah, how was he going to get it out? Right. <laughs> it's like he didn't think this through. Yeah, it's fine. Was he going to burrow up to the surface and have like a little, I don't know, like a little ramp? Now, I'd like to get a so prequel funny. of that. Yeah. Not a prequel, but, you know, a little, like a short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Pixar short before a movie. Exactly. A little short film. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, he was using the old helicopter parts for that. And then they randomly see Childs running outside and all the power goes out. So now we're like, well, shit. And that's when we, Mac realizes, like, oh, well, he's the thing, whoever that may be is trying to refreeze itself. And so the only solution he sees is that they're not getting out of this alive, so they might as well blow this shit up and turn up the heat. Yes. So this thing doesn't freeze itself. Right. They figure if they're all going to die, they might as well die taking it down. Right. Because it's like, you know, it can't get out. Exactly. And mind you, Nalls, McCready, and Gary go to Blair's shack, leaving Childs behind to protect the base, saying, 
if Blair comes back and we're not with him, do not let him in. So the fact that they see him run off before the lights go off, it's like, okay, okay. What the fuck had happened? And the three men that are left, other than Childs, they decide that they are going to, like you said, blow the place up. So they go through with, like, the flamethrower and some Molotov cocktails, and they start some rooms on fire. And they head down into the basement where there's, like, charge thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you see in, like, Wile E. Coyote when he's going <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> the Acme. Like, yes. The box. <laughs> and it's very interesting because in this scene, we, like, Nalls just disappears. Yeah, we don't, he just walks off screen and we never see him again. Never. But we do see Gary's death. Yeah, he, Blair. Gets, he gets thinged. <laughs> oh, my God. He gets thinged. And it's, like. It's crazy because Blair comes around the corner, who's the thing, and he puts his hand over Gary's mouth, but almost, like, in his face. Mm-hmm. And Gary's kind of, like, screaming. It's just, like, so creepy that he's stretching his skin over his... Ugh, like... It's very cronenberg <laughs> It is. But it's so good. Like, these effects are so fucking I good. Ugh. Ugh. And McCready's like, wow, it's really quiet. <laughs> yeah. What's going on back there, guys? And he the fl- to, it's like that giant fucking worm, like that fucking Beetlejuice worm thing that just busts through the floor. And he's like, nope. fuck this and blows it all up. Throws a little stick of dynamite. Um, but yeah, so he blows the base up and he wanders outside. And so basically the entire ground is on fire. Like the whole base is on fire. And he goes and he sits and in like a little shelter thing, it looks like. Yeah. And Childs wanders in out of nowhere and sits down. And I always remember this, like, end scene being, like, a topic of discussion. You know, of course. It's always because you don't know. They don't know which of them is the thing or if either of them are the thing. But it's the breath theory. It is. You know? There's a few things. Um, It's the breath for me. So let's get to Okay. So, So, well, Childs, Childs' breath. I guess it's been debunked because there was another scene where they were outside a little bit earlier and there, and you could see his breath. But that was before contact with Blair. Or before he ran out of the base. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, so let's get to the end of the movie and then we'll get to the... So basically, this is the end of the movie. They're sitting together. Neither one of them knows if the other one is infected. And there's that line, you know, like I guess right. we'll just sit here what happens yeah and they like especially just mcready just kind of has that like that like laugh where it's like mm-hmm. he knows what's up because it's very obvious mcready's breath yeah like the you know when it's the freezing way cold is, yeah. yeah and, and you can really see it and childs doesn't have it but there was one scene where i was like oh i think i saw breath there but the rest it, there's no there's nothing it, he's not breathing as heavy as mm-hmm but he said he got lost in the whiteout storm. So you think you would be breathing pretty heavy right. to fight your way back. I don't know. So basically the movie like just pans out watching like, you know, these two men, they're going to die. Um, the camp is blown up. So whether or not the thing is going to survive is unknown. Um, so that's the movie. <laughs> 10 out of 5 um let's get to the theories my mouth is watering. <laughs> so no the breath thing is um i guess somebody claims that they debunked that but the other 
point Brute. is the bottle of whiskey that they share. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing is someone had said that they thought maybe while they were filling up bottles with the Molotov cocktails that McCready had an extra one and kept it on him. And when he gave it to Childs to drink and he didn't react, that was him. Well, that's why he laughed because he knew he was the thing. Like, why would he react? Why wouldn't he react to that? Mm-hmm. But there's no proof of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's just like one of many. <laughs> I always most medium suspected him. <laughs> and so, oh my God. So like there were a few things I watched about just like the breakdown on this. And the important thing to remember when you're trying to break this down is paying attention to like the different ways of infection. So and figuring out like who is who and where people are at the time. But basically like looking at drinks or food or the fact that they shared joints at some point, touching, all of that. So (laughs) here we go. They suspect that Norris was first the thing. Okay. And because he was the shadowy figure where the dog walked in. Okay. Allegedly. Then we move on to Bennings, who got infected not from Norris, but from the thing, the split open thing that was still kind of the, the goopiness that was laying on the table. Mm-hmm. And then Palmer gets it from the keys with the blood. Okay. And then after that, they throw Blair in the shed, but he's still human when they put him in there. And we know that because before they leave, he, McCready takes the vodka bottle that he was drinking out of and takes a sip of it, and he doesn't become the thing. So at some point, while Blair was in the shed, he does become the thing, Mm -hmm. or gets infected, but he was still human when they put him in there. So the whole thing with the noose could be, like, maybe... He wanted to try to kill himself in the same way that Fuchs did to try to avoid the whole situation. But at some point, he does become the thing, meaning, and the only way that could have happened is somebody in the kitchen who was preparing his food sabotaged it. Maybe. Allegedly. Interesting. (laughs) We think that Blair killed Fuchs Mm -hmm. (laughs) if he didn't kill himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And then Copper was killed, um, you know, from the... Yeah, from the surgery. From the the surgery, yeah. And then Clark was killed by McCready. Palmer reacts to blood, kills Windows. And Gary and Knowles was killed by Blair. Interesting. So that's that's the breakdown. The theorized (laughs) breakdown. Yeah. So really, it was like Norris and Palmer, who were like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always medium suspected them." <laughs> That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that little breakdown. Mm-hmm. Whether I believe it or not, I don't know. I feel like it could go so many directions, but that's yeah. like the the most popular theory I've heard on multiple people's channels, and I like that. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it makes sense. Yeah. And, but it's fun to, like, think about that. Like, mm-hmm. the the different ways that people 
at what point you, they might have been infected and when they could have passed it on to somebody else. Because you you get all these little things that are like the the jacket with the terror in it with different name tags and then they, and they find the one like the like the long johns that didn't have the tag on them so you didn't know whose they were yeah little things and they're sharing joints at one point they're sipping out of the same bottle mccready touches shit boxers yeah that's gross that has nothing to do which with were, anything which it's just were, gross <laughs> yeah right <laughs> which were probably norris's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like they should have did like a size check no that could have like ruled some people oh for out, sure but whatever done that thing where they hold it up to the yeah to the hips, you know <laughs> show me i mean they could have de-pantsed and then they would have known for sure i would have liked that <laughs> I would have liked that. And but they, that's the thing too. They wouldn't have been Blair's because Blair was wearing his in the end of the movie. Unless he changed. Blair's underwear? Yeah. Right when he goes to kill Gary at the end, he's wearing long johns. Oh, I I'm thinking like <laughs> I'm thinking like a boxer brief. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> when? How can you tell? <laughs> no, that makes I wanna know. How did Blair get out of his shack? Uh I mean, he might have, I don't know. And also. He might have got let out. Because whoever turned him. So if Palmer fucked with his food, he might have let him out. Yeah. But wouldn't you see, oh, I guess it's a whiteout star. Like, because that's the thing I can't, uh, like, I noticed this watch around is that there's, like, never any footprints leading anywhere. Mm-hmm. Unless we're, like, watching them being made. Yeah. Uh, at least I don't think so. Um, but also, when they go to look for Blair, and they just happen to step on that loose board or whatever, mm-hmm. there's no indication that the board was disturbed based on the snow that's on it. Yeah. That's true. A lot of people were walking around covering up footprints. <laughs> right? But, I mean, that I don't know what that has to do with anything. It's just something I noticed. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's... Well, how did that I have happen? a lot of questions about the underground thing. Yes. <laughs> like, how he crafted it so... And the fact that he... So, he had the helicopter parts, but, like, how did he get them? I mean, he had to have been let out. That's what I'm saying. Like... And, like, during the entire movie, he was going back and forth getting these parts, and like, completely unseen. And no unseen. one saw him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I know. And, like, how lucky for him that when they went to check and do his blood that he was in there... Mm-hmm. instead of in his like he's always the the few times that we see him he's he's there yeah you know and you question the noose because maybe you know in the same way that maybe fuchs killed himself to avoid you know causing an infection or whatever maybe he was also thinking the same thing mm-hmm. like mm, it's a way for me to be out if i need to be yeah yeah very interesting it is i like these theories I like them too. I feel like I could go on and on about it. I know. It's like The Shining. You know, with those theories. Yeah. It just gets crazy. I love it. I know. Another John Carpenter movie. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of course. So, yeah, definitely 10 out of 5 for me and you. (laughs) Of course. For sure. Above and beyond. Amazing. So perfect. Literally have nothing negative to say about it. I don't care. Haters gonna hate. Haters shouldn't hate, but, They you know, shouldn't, but they will. It's your life. I guess I'm just living it. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird of you. Watch it again. Yeah. But anyway, these are just our opinions on The Thing. Let us know what you think. We are over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Hive. Um, also, 
we are on Patreon. So what that means for you, yes, you, <laughs> if you would like to hear more of us and support our show, you can head over to patreon.com slash Podcast, and you can get access to bonus content, mini episodes, sometimes monthly rewinds, um, fun little bo- like bonus content that's outside of just movie reviews. So we have a lot of stuff going on over there. Go ahead and check that out. And if you would not like to subscribe to our Patreon, which is weird, um, but (laughs) if you'd you'd still like to support the show, you can always support us by giving us a five-star review, um, you know, like a nice review to help get our name out there, thumbs up on social media, a share, a like, whatever you can do to support the show for free. That really helps get our name out there. And we appreciate the support in any way that you feel like giving it to us. But until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Liz. Rest Rest in in peace. peace.